A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing as they rejoice before you as at the harvest, as people make merry when dividing spoils. For the yoke that burdened them, the pole on their shoulder, and the rod of their taskmaster, you have smashed as on the day of Midian. For every boot that tramped in battle, every cloak rolled in blood, will be burned as fuel for flames. For a child is born to us, a son is given us. Upon his shoulder dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. His dominion is vast and forever peaceful from David's throne and over his kingdom, which he, sustain, which he confirms and sustains by judgment and justice, both now and forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Verbum Domini.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. Beloved, the grace of God has appeared, saving all, and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires, and to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age, as we await the blessed hope the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. Verbum Domini a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Now there were shepherds in that region living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. 
The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is called Christ and Lord. And this will be the sign for you. You will find the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those of his favor rests. Verbum Domini. On behalf of Mother Mary Paschal and the nuns of Our Lady of the Angels Monastery, Father Paschal, the administrator of the Shrine and the Most Blessed Sacrament, and all of us who are MFA friars and the staff here at the Shrine, we wish each of you and your families a very blessed and holy Christmas. And we thank you that you came here this evening to give honor, worship, adoration, and glory to Almighty God on Christmas Midnight Mass. Tonight, Christ is born for us. A king is born for us, wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger the most least likely place that the King of Kings and Lord of Lords would appear. There is almost nothing more disarming in the world than a newborn infant. Even a stone-cold heart melts in the proximity of a helpless babe, a helpless child. Why? Why do babies have this power to make us feel incredibly small and weak? Perhaps we might think we too were once that small. We are reminded that this child before us is totally dependent on others and utterly helpless on its own. Our own fragility and weakness is placed before us. In other words, are we really any different than this child? As we grow older, we become less dependent. 
as we were when we were children, and we become independent in our thinking and in our attitudes. This is not a bad thing. This is who we're part of, who we're created to be as God's creation. This is how God made us. Each of us, as we grow into mature adults, is to take responsibility for our actions. Our decisions and actions affect people for the good and for the bad, the consequences of our actions. This is why it is so crucial for each of us, even though that we may be independent, grown up, away from mom and dad, parents, grandparents, to remain totally and utterly dependent on Almighty God, as if we're a child, totally dependent on God. This is where our adult tendencies tend to rebel. I don't need to be dependent on you or anyone else. I can be dependent by myself, or rather independent, even. The Christmas crash to my right reminds us of the profound reality that he who seems so distant at times, he who thinks that or rather, we who think that God doesn't understand us, in fact, became a humble child so that we might approach him in this childlike manner with confidence, with trust. Growing up, I remember being in my home parish and watching children and even being one of those children approaching the crash after my parents told me to go up and pay homage to the Christ child in the crash and being in awe, something wondrous about seeing the infant in the manger, the scene of what it would have looked like with Mary and Joseph. The Christmas crash is that place where we, as independent, you can say, adults, meet and become radically dependent on God may be a very simplistic message. We need God. God became Emmanuel. God is with us. 
And we are invited once again to consider the poverty of Bethlehem in a world that is fear-stricken, the message of the incarnation, God with us, is still the same, is still ever new, and never changes. In a world where family life is threatened, and perhaps your own family is experiencing difficulty, the message of God with us is the same. This child was born to bring peace to every human heart afflicted with sin. This child was born to heal us, to heal us. How can a child heal us? I think parents know this answer more than anybody. The Lord Jesus came in the humility of a child to disarm our preconceived notion of God. He does not come as a political ruler, as much we're expecting. Caesar Augustus imposed peace by force, but the peace and reconciliation that this humble baby would bring was brought about by love and forgiveness, by laying down his life. Ultimately, his birth leads to his death on the cross. Quoting Pope Benedict XVI Emeritus, in that child, God comes without weapons, without force, because he does not want to conquer, so to speak, from the outside, but rather wants to be freely received from the inside, from the human being. God makes himself a defenseless child to overcome pride, violence, and the human desire to possess. A little baby is not worried about possession quite yet. Sometimes they get possessive over parents, people they love, and as they grow older, parents, you know what happens. They start to cling to possessions, to things. They start to rebel. They start to lose their innocence. We all experience this. Emmanuel's very first throne he judged upon was the humble manger in Bethlehem, a feeding trough for animals. St. Cyril of Alexandria said 
He is laid in a manger like fodder for a people who act like beasts. The same God who created and rules the universe made himself helpless and vulnerable to teach people a new way of living and a new way of loving. This is what the incarnation teaches us, how to live and how to love. Unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. Our God was serious when he says this. God the Son was born for us in poverty, wrapped in swaddling clothes, which symbolizes our release from the bands of sin that bind us. The poverty of the birth of the Christ child teaches us just how far God is willing to stoop down to our level to save us and to set us free and again to heal us, to reconcile us with his Father. Are we willing to welcome the poor Christ child into our hearts? Are we going to be like the innkeeper who denied the Christ who was about to be born because there was no room for him in the inn? St. Jerome says the entire human race had a place and the Lord about to be born had none. Rejection. If you ever felt rejection before, you're in good company. Our God felt rejection even before birth. He found no room among men. Are things any different today? He who has created each of us individually comes to the door of our own heart or in our own heart to seek that entrance, knocking, asking. We'll return to him and ask him and allow him this entrance. The whole reason we celebrate Christmas is to approach that newborn baby, that Christ child once again, and to remind ourselves just how little we must be before God, to approach God, to acknowledge God, and to totally depend on our need for him and our dependence and our reliance for him. Again, this total need for him to heal us, to reconcile us, 
This is our second Christmas enveloped in the COVID-19 pandemic. And perhaps these last two years have not been very merry for you or blessed for you. As a priest, I've journeyed with people who were on the verge of death, death's door, over the last two years. Many people. It's changed my life, walking with these people. I've attended funerals of friends who were taken by the virus. A challenge might be to look for the many overlooked silver linings of the last two years. And there are many, many silver linings, blessed opportunities where God enters in and has entered into your life. Question is, have you recognized that or been deaf to it or blind to it? In many ways, we all have in some respect. In the midst of these times, where has Christ been reborn? Where has the presence of the Lord reached and comforted his people? For me, I have to say that I humbly say that I see the presence of Christ being born every single day. In the sacraments, in you, his people who come to him, who beg forgiveness, who show kindness to other people. The prophet Isaiah's words still ring true today. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwell in the land of gloom, a light has shone. Christ is born for us tonight. Come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord.